P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rain! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home. I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans. Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to watch great movies. Ah, watch great movies. And as announced on social media, which we have Twitter, we have the Facebook as always, we have the Instagram. Instas. The movie that you, the Hoff fan, selected this month, our special Valentine's Day episode. We're getting all cuddly on Kyle's couch for this one. Punch Drunk Love. You idiots! (laughs) (laughs) And Kyle, you were a little disappointed. Now, Now that you don't love this film... This is a film you do enjoy. Yeah, like I still got to go home with a girl, but just not the one I exactly wanted to go home with. <laughs> and I'm keeping it romantic. That's that's yes, that's, in, why, in the that's why I gave theme. that metaphor. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we went home with the more popular girl. Yeah. Right, because she won, and honestly, probably people generally think this is a much better. Oh yeah, film the better of the Long Came Polly. Yeah, the be- the better uh, f- film. I don't know who the filmmaker of Long Came Polly was, but I love P.T. Anderson, my favorite. Isn't that you know, weird like... that we've seen that film so many times, Long Came Polly, and we can't remember the director? Yeah, I can't remember who who directed it. But as you said, yeah. we know who directed this one. Yes. P.T. Anderson, the fourth fourth collaboration. Two months of this show. P.S. I still love Hoffman. Two P.T. Andersons. Two P.T. Yeah, two P.T. Andersons. That's what that that was. That was one of the reasons, one of the upper reasons that I kind of just also wanted to go with Along Came Polly, just because you know have two P.T.A.s back to back. I just want I want I want to spread the love. <laughs> I want to spread the P.T.A. jam. Spread the love. And Kyle, yeah. I'm going to give you one responsibility that I forgot to mention before we hit I the don't record like button. Responsibilities. <laughs> just if you can. Pull, have the IMDb handy. Ah, yes. Because, uh-huh. you know, if listening last time, I, I didn't rewatch or rewatch and watch the film. I hope you guys did, though. But I, I listened to um, last month's, which we did Boogie Nights, of course. Mm-hmm. And I realized we should have had more, you know, information at our fingertips. I've, yeah, I've got a little things written down this good, time. Good, ready good, good. Go, We're you know, prepared. It's a shorter film, though. And guys, if this is your first P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, as opposed to P.S. I Love Hoffman, what we do every month is we, I don't know, we just rewatch the film. So yeah, have you guys vote for a film and we rewatch whichever one wins. So you should have your date next to you. Yes. Or not. You could, we, we could be your dates. Ooh. <laughs> Menage <But> toi. You, <laughs> yeah, I mean, true, true. Hey, yeah. I might say, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but you should have your... Punch Drunk Love, DVD, Blu-ray, or digital copy queued up. We shall be watching it from Netflix. It's currently on Netflix. Oh, easy. Cool. Yes. So we're Netflix and chilling for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I just did my Ray Liotta laugh. 
Ray Liotta is here with us too, watching yeah. Punch Drunk Love. No. <laughs> so, so we're Netflix and chilling. This is awesome. So, guys, if you have Netflix, great. If you have the DVD or the Blu-ray, I think there's only one cut of this. Is there another cut? Yeah, there's there's, there's one cut. But okay. there's the best bonus feature, like special feature, like deleted scene thing ever. Oh yeah, and we might not have time to discuss it during the credits. So yeah. I mean, you know what? We'll have time during the movie when yeah. we see him. Yeah, okay. So just remember it. Write it down. Oh, I got it. Right oh, you got it down? Yeah. Great, great, yeah. great. So you want to queue up your copy of Punch Drunk Love right at like the zero, 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 zero mark. Yeah. You should see, though... The Columbia... There's no title sequence for this movie, so like the first thing is the, the Columbia... The Columbia Starburst. Yeah, the Starburst. You know? That's where I, I paused it as soon as it's like... Right at the cusp, on, like on Netflix, so that's that's where it is. And we'll count you down. Just a couple quick show notes and things in general. We kind of dropped a surprise in between last month's episode and this month's episode. We decided that a month was too long not to talk about the Hoffman. Yeah, of course. So we're going to have little in-between episodes where we announce first what won for the next episodes, you know. It's in the a good movie. reason for an in-between episode, yeah. And we're just gonna, you know, kind of shoot the shit, talk well, Hoffman stuff, and some non-Hoffman stuff. Well, yeah, like that, the the, the first in-between episode we did, you, you found there was that, um, there was that article that, what, Steve Carell, right? Was yeah, it? that new Steve Carell film, and it's escaping yeah. me now. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it was, it was just a, a good way of, like, kind of talking about how the the screenwriter of that was just influenced by the tragedy that of Philip Seymour Hoffman leaving us too soon, and so it was just you know there's just point being there's just so many ways that this guy is still in our lives yeah. and other people's lives, and so that'll be you know like a good thing to talk about anytime we hear some new stuff revolving around him. And we'll plan to do some interviews yeah. as well, and just fun things in that in between episode, and you know so so that one is going to come out on the fifteenth. Every month. Yeah. So last month it didn't because we kind of got the idea after the 15th. <laughs> yeah, but from now on, check, tune in on the 1st and the 15th on all the different places. You can, you know, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, however you're, obviously if you're listening to this right now, how you're listening to it, right? <laughs> you okay. know how to do it. You yeah. know how to do it. <laughs> you figured it out. And, and just quickly, our other shows, Kyle, Foodie Films, you're entering a new phase, a good phase. You, you talked yeah. about it a little Last month, but yeah, I uh, well, we're recording still. This is still we're in January time, and I think, uh, I mean, it'll be February soon. But um, yeah, I I think you know, come February, there will definitely start to be video content on the in between weeks for Foodie Films on a uh, YouTube channel uh, via the Cage Club Podcast Network. So uh, check out that stuff, and obviously tune into Foodie Films. Had some really great guests on recently. Uh, Brian will be on an episode coming up. It'll be in February, so check out that episode. We uh, talked my dinner with Andre. That was fun with our with our friend uh, John Harden, who's ma- been on your podcast. Yes, maybe something to spark some Valentine's Day dinner conversation if you listen to that episode. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I host High School Slumber Party along with the show, and that is a show where I talk about films that take place in high school. We also talk about our fun high school times. Kyle, you've been on a bunch. I think the last episode you were on was Super Bad with a mutual friend of ours. That was fun. That was like a, a reconnection of, I mean, I've seen Wes since high school, but I hadn't seen him in a while, so that's. I think that's like part of the magic of your show. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that there's some 
nostalgic magic. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're just doing some really fun things, so have a listen there, and have a listen to all the other great shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a guest on a couple. Kyle's going to be a guest on a couple, maybe coming up soon. Hopefully. I Definitely just, on Third Times a Charm, I've been on, you know. But I think some Hanks and Cruises coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Hanks for the Memories and Cruise Club. Well, we have Turner and Hooch maybe around now Ooh, or soon, yeah. Yeah. Dog movie. That's a romance. That's a... That's a Is there any good, greater romance than, than uh, man and, and man's dog. best friend? No. Turner and Hooch. Classic. <laughs> but I, don't, I will cry that episode. Oh, God. Oh, so sad. Yeah. But, you know, we know you're here for Punch Drunk Love. Yes, without further ado. Ready to get this started? Ready to go? Yes. You want to count them in? I'll, I'll, I'll count them down. So, so it'll be a 3, 2, 1, press play. 3, 2, 1, play. Punch Drunk Love. Full disclosure, Kyle and I are both drunk right now. I'm wasted. <laughs> Woo! Kyle made some Hawaiian punch as his Rick Flair is also here. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made some jungle juice. Are you a fan of Hawaiian punch? No, I really never drank it as a kid. I, I've like tried I, to drink Capri, some of those Capri drinks. Sons. You a high sea guy or no? No. Capri love sons. this shot. Love this shot. Well, this is so... this. I love that this film... Just, you know, like, no no credits, no, like, titles. It just, it just starts out. And this is, so what, this film came out in 2002? We're talking, like, what was Sandler doing before this? Like, I mean, he quite possibly, like, his four best, like, of, like, the Adam Sandler comedies. But, like, my, my favorites, I should say, are, you know, you've got... Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, uh, Wedding Singer, and Big Daddy. Not You Don't Mess With the Zohan? That's after this. I think it was his first film. <laughs> Not joking. No, and then every... Busy Bubbly. <laughs> and everyone no, 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 says no, 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 no. when they talk about this film or, or when they even see, the, like, Adam Sandler? Yeah. It's one of Adam Sandler's serious forays. Yeah, it's like this... Spanglish. Spanglish, which I will which I will cover on Footy Films. Uh Rain Over Me. Yeah. And then like the You don't mess up the Zohan. <laughs> <laughs> that recent Netflix uh movie. Um Oh yeah, uh, I forgot with the Ben name Stiller. Of Noah um, Baumbach or whatever. Yeah. Blanky on the name of the movie. But look at this. I love th- this is it's Adam Sandler in a PT Anderson movie. Like who who would have at that time, thought it was going to happen. I mean, nobody. After after Magnolia, he actually said the next thing he wanted to direct was an Adam Sandler comedy, and he wasn't he wasn't and, lying. And that's what's like amazing. Like, how old's P.T. Yeah. Anderson when he did this? Not that old. And he's just like, I want to do this, and he gets it. He's done. like early thirties. He gets it done. He's accomplished a lot more. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of cool that he just went from. Whoa! That always catches me off guard. Yeah, so me too. I just. Ooh. What an odd sequence of events. Think about, like... Now, I can't recall exactly how Hard 8 began, but Hard 8 was also not, like, exactly... Not classic PT. Not classic PT just yet. So, 
Boogie Nights, just music kicks in, the swinging jib shot, and then just really introducing everyone in the club. And then, like, what, Magnolia is that really weird, all those weird stories, and the narrator telling you about... Oh, yeah. And then this movie, it's just, like, a man by himself, and, like, I love the colors, the blue, and... I mean, the blue. This is a blue movie, you know. Yeah, it's, well, it's blue and it's re- and she wears the warm colors once the love comes into his life. He's alone and he's cold. And his suit is such a specific blue. Anytime I see someone wear that suit and it's rare, yeah, I think of this movie. I always, I think of liar liar and him going royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big liar liar guy. I I like it. You had a Jim Carrey phase as a child. We all did. We all did. Everyone did. Well, I did. What is this? We I'm just, but like you quote one. like liar liar the mask. You're a big The Mask guy. <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I was trying to come up with a. Ma- I want to stop, stop me. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I, I was gonna say alrighty then, but that's clearly wrong. No, that is Ace Ventura. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I love then just like then the same shot, but then like the sun is rising. What he? What do you call this? You're more of the um, visual filmmaker than I am. Uh-huh. Like the. A solar flare? Yeah, the solar flares. That yeah, it's not. It. We're not. We're not full J.J. Abrams right now. He does use them a lot in this film, though. Yeah, he likes the the natural light in this film. Oh, so who's this lady? This is uh, Emily Watson, right? Yes. And this is no. I wasn't. I wasn't like right. You know, was, right, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah you're okay. right. <laughs> Um, we get our Emily's confused on yeah. the show, so apologies. And what she ended up collaborating with Philip Seymour Hoffman a bunch of times. Yeah, surprisingly. Red Dragon, like I don't know how many, but the the big one is that they get to work together on a lot is Synecdoche, New York. Yes, yeah. Synecdoche. That's a no, not Schenectady. The this, place this, beyond the yeah, pond. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. And this movie is just kind of like a long, serendipitous thing that happens, you know? Yeah, well, and that's what... I mean, I've never read something that was clear-cut. I mean, I've never read anything... I mean, the only person I would believe is P.T. Anderson, since he wrote and directed A good friend of yours. Yes. But, um, (laughs) like, I've never read any kind of statement from him that what exactly... Like, what was the purpose of that car crash in the beginning maybe just to be jarring i think to be jarring and i think a bit of like ultimately like that something big is about to happen <laughs> and so between this harmonium that he uh that is left by that taxi cab in the beginning and then clearly meeting uh emily right now or i should i should i should really use her the character's name which is Lena Leonard. I like that. That's a very... Alliteration. You're an alliteration guy. Alliteration, like superhero-esque, you know. Well, are you going to discuss the Superman theory of this film? We can. That's something I brought up on the episode. So on uh, the regular episode, this we had... Which you could find in the archives, guys. Yes, on the the regular, uh, you know, the P.S. I Love Hoffman episode. If you tuned in just for, like, commentary, not while we're watching it, but just, you know... Us talking about More it. analysis, yeah, analysis, analysis of uh, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, go back in the archives and and find it. Yeah, this is PS our rewatch. Love, yeah, to P.S. I love Hoffman. And that episode we had Colin Bressler. He's a f- uh, whoa. F- 
See again, okay. So he saved the piano, very Superman like. Yeah, and the, but the, again, another jarring thing, and then he makes that decision. That's interesting. And I like, get again, it. I'm just totally hypothesizing right now. This is. I've always been curious, but I've never put much thought into it. So, do you want to like run through the Superman thing quick? <laughs> the coffee cup. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, the Superman thing. I watched this video, and it's like 20 minutes long or something like that. If you just Google like punch drunk love superman theory it'll it's, in, come it's up on youtube it's right? on youtube and this guy took the time and suppo- i mean pt P. anderson's supposedly a really big superhero like comic book nerd and just a big fan of like your classical heroes your batmans your supermans and barry in this film is supposedly very it's like the story of superman as you can see like the light is always touching him and he wears the blue and then finally when he at the uh, spoiler at the end when they're together and she like embraces him and she's wearing red it looks like the cape mm. and uh, like Dean Trumbull is his Lex Luthor and just even but the, the... isn't it supposed to be based on a particular Superman film? Mm, I thought no. I thought uh, well certainly not the new ones because no I mean after. like the original Richard Donner okay and then just uh, I love the the music look how almost John religious this looks you know it, yeah it did look like he was kneeling at like an altar an right? altar or that's like an organ you mm-hmm. know yeah this is a score by uh john bryan and uh it's a pretty damn good one before he moved on to johnny greenwood um yes i don't know if you got to see it yet but i suggested watching that film uh we need to talk about kevin i still need to watch and johnny it. greenwood does that um Ooh. score did we Ooh, <laughs> what, a re- what a reaction. Well, we, we keep getting these jarring... Yes, yes one of our favorite guys ever. <laughs> you can't mix Mexican and continental. Hashtag waiting. <laughs> Foodie film. Foodie film. <laughs> That's okay. So Wow, okay, so this is... I don't know if I picked up on that either. This is fun. So, uh, he's... This is like the first day he's wearing a suit? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but look how it's framed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the slow push in. And just... If he's Superman, who's Luis Guzman? Who's like Superman's right-hand buddy? Who's really... I don't Jim, know. Jim Olsen? <laughs> I'm not a big Superman guy, so I'm not too sure. Jimmy Olsen. But even you can kind of, in the reflection you see the pl- the plungers that end up being like part of like this. Yeah. Awesome! I love this so much. What a, it's like a romantic circus. Yeah. It sounds. It also sounds very French. This is very French right now. See just these colors and. That's why they love the écran. <laughs> Ooh, the stars where Superman lives. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll get off the Superman thing. Yeah, we'll get off. Hope you're enjoying your Valentine's Day, guys, or your yeah. Valentine's month. What I you think, eating? Are you, you feeding one another chocolate covered strawberries? Are you somebody who went has ever been out on Valentine's Day? I'm not saying that like an insult thing because Valentine's Day is a little bit over commercialized. I've celebrated now. one Valentine's Day with a woman before. And and where'd uh, you go? How was it? I uh, went to her place and made some chocolate covered strawberries. Ooh. We watched a movie. Ooh, did you feed each other the strawberries? No. What? You just ate them yourself. Well, like, we just, you know. You made them for your other lovers. 
Well, you ate them, though, right? Yeah. Okay. We ate them ourselves. We didn't, like, feed them to one another. <laughs> uh, I thought you were a bit romant- more romantic than that, Kyle. I don't know. It was early on in, like, in <laughs> da- dating times. Valentine's Day, let's be honest, you're celebrating it with us today. Or yeah. this month. Because Valentine's Day kind of sucks. Even it's, if you have someone, the, it Yeah, it's sucks. the biggest, like, bullshit holiday. I remember one time I went out for Valentine's Day and in the city, and they just, like, forced me in the restaurant. It was... This is more foodie films talk, but forcing the restaurant. What do you call the menu where it's like a prefix menu? menu? Yeah, yeah, and it was monkfish and something else. The fuck? And like lamb. Monkfish and and lamb. And uh, you know, my girlfriend, my fiance now, was like, I don't really like either of these things, you know. And we were shoved like in between tables, and it was like a factory. Not very oh, romantic. No. So I usually stay in for Valentine's Day or do something like yeah. another weekend, you know. Make like some like nice finger foods, feed it to one another. <laughs> Bring it into, like you. Yeah, bring it into bed, you know. Food in bed. <laughs> that's best. Food in bed. Yeah, TV in your room, toss on Netflix, <laughs> listen to our sultry yeah. voices. Absolutely. That's what you guys should be doing. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so, <laughs> he's just a guy that puts up with, like, so much bullshit from people, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's in charge, but he's Ooh. still a pushover. Yeah. I love this. So, like, what, they have all different themed... <laughs> <laughs> so, the, okay, this is the last, like, Superman thing I'll kind of say, is those plungers are very similar to, like, the crystals in Superman's... Oh. You don't have to stop the Superman thing. We're just not gonna... No, but, I mean, this is that's one thing that the guy, like, really points out. But ch- check out that video. Just Google... I'm sorry, you, just YouTube... Uh, Punch Drunk Love Superman, and it'll come up. <laughs> I think it's a guy. I think the guy has a little bit of an annoying voice, but it, it is <laughs> sorry, guy, is. if you're out there. Yeah, if you're listening to, <laughs> you're listening yeah, to you're it. listening to us. We got, an, I've got an annoying voice, so that's fine. <laughs> his sisters, his oh I hate God. his sisters. I, you know so me. Much. I love any film with sisters. Yeah, and family drama. And I, and I do love this film, despite me hating them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I hate them as, like, far as... If they were real. Yeah. But they're great characters. What did I watch? Oh, I was Don't just... Don't puss out. I... She just said to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I was watching The Fighter the other day. The Fighter. That's a bad group of sisters. Like, all the sisters in that movie, they're just, like, no offense, ugly Bostonians. <laughs> One of them's Conan O'Brien's sister, actually. In real life? Like... One of the women that plays Mark Wahlberg's is, sister is Conan O'Brien's sister in real life. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like the... You're a man who's used, like, seats from your van as a couch. I've got my... Yeah, seats. I've got my th- the third row from my Astro van is in my bedroom as, like, a little, a little, <laughs> a little love seat. Because everything's loving today. That'd be a great line. Like, oh, come to my love seat. It come to my love seat. And it's the van where, like... <laughs> And you see where the seatbelt should be. <laughs> and we haven't left this location yet, right? No. So this is this is the one actress that plays his sister. Everybody else is like not not a professional actor. Not a professional actor. This is uh, Mary Lynn. Oh, how would you pronounce that? Raj Scub. R A J S K U B. Rushkub? It's probably Polish. Rushkub? Where have Russian? I seen her in besides this? She's Gal the Snail and it's always something Philadelphia. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Um, 
Oh, well, everybody, we got IMDb open right here. <laughs> let's, let's, let's name the top things that she was in. She was, supposedly, she's a pageant assistant in Little Miss Sunshine. Supposedly, she's in 24. Who was our guest on this episode? Colin, Colin Bresser, said? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, and definitely check out, Colin's made a, a, uh, a feature since uh, we had him on the podcast, and... I believe it's called Domestic Hell. Let me just I'll I'll, I'll confirm that, but the, I believe it's on uh, Amazon. So support, you know, independent filmmakers and make a uh, and, and watch watch his film re- review it. That's the big thing that you guys can do to help us too. Please review the podcast on iTunes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll definitely give a shout out at the end. But yeah. five star reviews are preferred, but you don't have to. Yeah, but it's, it's and, and leave a comment too. That's always fun. Comments, gay boy, no. they just called him gay boy. They bully They've him got so much. Vulgar language. Yeah. Vulgar. And he doesn't even want to enter in there. Yeah. I think we've all been there at like a party where we think about doing that. Like yeah. You open that door, you're like, I should just close it. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> hey. I like that. It's just woman. Like you never learn their names in the movie, so it's just woman two, woman four. Oh, we're saying it with the subtitles because we have the subtitles on. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stuff with subtitles recently just because it's kind of funny to, like, like you'll just you'll read something that you've missed numerous times. Oh, yeah. I, I always put the subtitles on because I'm partially deaf, so it, it helps. Um, the, only time, the only problem I'll say is that sometimes it ruins um, t- comedy time. Yes, definitely. But you've got to kind of learn to ignore it and look at it only when you want to. Mm-hmm. Barry! Barry! So we learn just slightly via these stories that he has a temper. Yeah. Which, I mean, is no surprise to anyone that's watched an M. Sandler movie. And supposedly he has one in real life. I, I listen, Conan O'Brien has a new podcast, and he had him on as a guest. And he's like, yeah, I've got a bit of a temper, but, you know, I try not to take it out on people. But <laughs> look at this, all the, all the husbands. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because all the sisters look alike. Yeah. And all the husbands look very similar to yeah, each other. Yeah, they're all puds. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. They're all nice gentlemen. Well, not really. Some of them are not so nice. And this is... that. That's uh, one of Adam Sandler's older friends, uh, oh, Robert, really? Robert Smigel. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because you just named two of the four... I forgot what they used to call them, but like in the late 80s and the early 90s, it was like... I think they call them like the boiler... Boys or like the Basement Boys? Oh, Conan O'Brien. In SNL, yeah. yeah. Robert Smigel, uh, Bob Odenkirk, Conan yeah. O'Brien, and I think Greg Daniels. Yeah, Greg Daniels. From, he yep. went to The Simpsons and then The yeah. Office. Yeah. I would love to do like a. I would love to write a book on like those four guys and. That'd be cool. The Boiler Boys. Something. It's something like that. Hmm. The Boiler Room Boys. Look at the China in the background. China cabinets. Don't really see them too much anymore in younger people's places. No. <laughs> younger people don't really have China. <laughs> yeah, we'll see them when we get older, when our parents leave them behind. Yeah, I suppose. There's going to be one landfill just of China cabinets. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Like another jarring thing. You see his picture there? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never noticed that. I never caught that. On, yeah, on, the, on the right fr- side yeah, of your Yeah, frame right. Yeah. You what should never feel like you have to walk on eggshells with your family, but this guy does. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I love their little conversation here. It's all right. Stop smoking Adam Sandler. <laughs> Speaking of eggshells, look at Adam Sandler's head. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do your best, Adam Sandler. That would have been very... Oh, very... Yeah, it can't, it's hard to do. Uh, that would have been very useful to know yesterday! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... You kind of went into Kevin James as no, well. No, I went to, like, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler. He's just, yeah, you know. So he's, like, a psychiatrist or something? Yeah, or? yeah. I, I like to make movies and go on vacations. And bring, <laughs> bring my family along. It's really nice. You know, fucking Africa. He's not okay. He's like a weird, different kind of doctor. Sorry, we're not listening. And he yeah. recommends a psychiatrist. Maybe I don't. Isn't know. he a dentist? Oh, that's what he is, I believe. Sorry, guys, we were talking during your film. Yeah, we weren't paying attention. Doing my shitty Adam Sandler impressions. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at people that cry. Mm-hmm. I've been crying a lot recently. Just like things make me cry, like more like movies and music. I've been very because you you're recently an uncle now. You know the miracle of life. Yeah, I yeah listening to a lot of Cat Stevens. And... <laughs> love supermarket shots. Yes, what a great! I just love like all the. It's not. It's the contrast of the colors, not like the light, but like just the. Yeah, no. The the. The rainbow. My father owned supermarkets growing up, so it's a very familiar image to me. Just like the the lines, there's so many straight lines in a supermarket, mm-hmm. and the colors. I I I love cooking, but I hate going grocery shopping. I'm because just because I'm terrible at like I do not remember. I don't go frequently enough that I remember what aisle has what, and I'm just <laughs> always like just getting lost. So love this is market clash yeah. song. <laughs> it is. It's a good clash song. My favorite. All right. So that healthy choice I just took out. That's yeah. Here we go. So this is like start. This is where we're starting to get into like the subplot of the movie. So I mean, yeah. the main plot is obviously is love with Emily Watson, but um, and you can and see you see the person in red in the background. Yeah. That's technically that's technically her. That's like her already, like, like being around him. Pudding. Pudding. <laughs> that's funny. That makes me then think of snack packs, which is Billy Madison. Yeah, that's true. Um, but so the the subplot of this movie that's inspired by an article and that was in Time mag- magazine about uh, David Phillips, who bought twelve thousand one hundred and fifty cups of Healthy Choice pudding. Which uh, got him 1.25 million air miles, and this is a real brand. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh, and then you see the the phone yeah. chat line under it. Ooh, intimate affair. More. Uh, and do these still exist? I don't know. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do? No, I don't oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like obviously with the internet. I wouldn't imagine. Well, you'd still like talk to people. They, they still have like sex chat lines on the phone. I think so. One ninety-nine per minute. Jeez. 
a lonely guy. Oh, what a lonely apartment. Mm. Mm. What's a weird coffee machine behind him? Did you see that? Yeah. Looks like it belongs in Star Wars. <laughs> Some blue milk should be around. Foodie film, Star Wars. Yes. Not many food scenes in the Star Wars movies. Cantina. Yeah, that is a... It's a <laughs> That's all I can think of. It's a good one. Maybe the Ewoks. How about the what's it called? What's the second the one? The diner scene in yeah, Clone exactly Wars. Yeah, exactly. thinking Attack of the Clones. I know where you're going with this. Oh yeah, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Obi. Yeah. Can I get you any more Jawa juice? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Barry Egan. Is that the fir- we heard his name being called by his sisters? But I wonder if that's. The I don't know if we heard Egan yet. Yeah. You should never give your social security number over the phone. No. Never. D&D mattress, man. <laughs> our first illusion. Yeah. To the connection to yeah. our, our main our main man. The reason we're here. Really? I remember so do you rem- like remember the first time you watched this? I'm sure this is stuff we talk about on the regular episode. The first time I watched it? Yeah. I might have just borrowed it from you honestly. Like Right after college. Oh, you didn't see it like when it came out? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I remember renting it and being like disappointed because it was... Like... <laughs> you thought it was just going to be like a Sandler film? Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely knew it wasn't that. So it, it like strayed me away from it. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, Adam Sandler's trying to be serious? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, like, knowing, like, oh, wow, but that's interesting with P.T. Anderson. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. Like, Adam Sandler, like, wanting to get, like, a bit more serious. But then, like, what should really interest you is the, yeah, the P.T. Anderson. This, like, this, I mean, it's all the time. I mean, he's still a young filmmaker in the sense of, you know. My mother got me in that mindset, though. She, anytime like a comedy person would try to go serious, mm-hmm. she would always be like, "Oh, what are they trying to do here?" You yeah, know? Jim Carrey. She was like, "I'm not seeing the Truman Show." Yeah, which yeah, I guess. The, which is still there's the, a lot of levity. They have in the very Truman Show. they have similar careers in that retrospect. I mean, Adam Sandler has completely like made some like just like kept going. I mean, he made like you know like wasn't make. I mean, hey, his movies still are viewed by so many people on Netflix and, like, do really well, and they, you know... Yeah, I think Jim Carrey has more solid, serious work. Um, I think he's tried more often. I mean, Man on the Moon, Truman Show, that, like, that was that really bad one. The like Majestic. Number, the Majestic. The, uh, what's the, like, the one? Number um, 27. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, okay. Fun with Dick and Jane. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Have you ever used a phone sex line? Um, I've certainly never paid for one. I definitely dialed like as a kid. Oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> Those like late like, night commercials. Like because it's funny. Yeah. yeah, like that in the CDs. Or we used to wait for. Um... Lady in red. <laughs> we used to wait. Um, I used to wait like after practice, like cross-country practice uh-huh. for my mom to pick me up like with friends like our parents to pick us up before we yeah. drive and they had the pay phones kids uh. watching today we used to not have cell phones and yeah you used to have to pay to make a phone call on something called a pay phone no but they had the pay phone but 1-800 numbers were free so we used to call like the sex lines and be like hey buddy 
someone's calling for you, you know, and it was just like, <laughs> like, but it was recordings. It never got to the girls because you have to pay for the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, baby, press seven, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just like so much arousal just from that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tilted lamp. Yeah. I never, I never got that, and Kyle, I'm not going to pry too much. I never got why, at least on the depictions of, like, strippers and ladies of the night in films, they always ask, like, where's your girlfriend, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing that, wouldn't you not want to talk about your significant other? Well, it's the, it's the, 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 the risk of being, the, of being caught, I guess, the provocativeness of it is that a word <laughs> per, per, per. sorry I'm laughing because he's like are you checking off he's like no I'm not <laughs> by the way this is uh, our our friend Chris acting in this movie Chris Carroll <laughs> you can hear Chris on both our shows on both of our shows on the Waterboy episode the Adam Sandler movie I, I we covered see like what does these questions have to do Cause, cause they want to make money. Oh, it extends the service. Yeah, no pun intended. Gotcha. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he needs to talk to somebody. He yeah, needs, at the end of the he day, he just wants someone like, to listen. It's a different kind of therapy. It is. I mean, hey, you know, like. This is I got nothing against people that will call into, a, you know, it's the I guess it's technically out of like the whole paying for or whatever. It is the least harmful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, and there's always that trope, right? Like the guy who like buys the prostitute and he's just like crying, yeah, you know, instead of like t- doing things. Like we get the blue flare. Yeah. Now, for a guy, <laughs> he owns the company. The clapper. Yeah, he said he did. Yeah. For a guy who owns the company, he could probably get a bigger place, I would think. Yeah, he's just a man of, like, simple means. Yeah, he doesn't and... have much. Same blue suit. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of it. So he just wears the same blue suit every day now. <laughs> that's a rarity thing. Like, that's where, like, I mean, obviously then it becomes, like, a, a scam. Yeah. But, like, I don't think... The women are supposed to call you back. No, <laughs> because theoretically, if he did have a wife or girlfriend, yeah, you wouldn't want that to happen. I assume. Adam Sandler was born in 1966, so when this movie came out, he was 36. Okay. I was just trying to like get in the mindset of like if he's a guy that owns his own company and this is the apartment. I mean, I, I guess mean, pretty you know, good to own a company like that with that many work- workers at 36. Yeah. Good for him. So this is where they're trying to hook him in. This is like a phishing scam. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Never in this kind of scenario, but like I have like met people that then like so early on they're just like, oh, you think like maybe you know I've got this idea for a company and we're just like looking for investors. I'm like, <laughs> no. Like a pyramid like, scheme. I'm like the only people I'm ever going to lend money are like my family or like the closest of close friends. What if I was in prison? I'm like, 
Oh. And like, I need to like buy you a carton so like of cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes so <laughs> I remember, yeah, it was you, and it's not a it's not a weird story because you didn't do anything stupid. But there, in your single days, there was this one girl, and not necessarily for dating. She kept hitting you up for with like investment ideas, like yeah. business ideas. And, well, is that kind of what I was? Referring yeah, and every to, time right? you were like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> And then she said she still wanted to hang out, so then, like, I would, like, reach out to her and be like, oh, I want to hang out. And she's like, yeah, but I've just been, like, really busy and, like, you know. It was something like Jim, Jim like... Nice. Jim. Luis Guzman in the suit now, too. Yes. And it does make him look cooler. Yeah. A, I love a the, nice suit I love on the, somebody really can... When you look good, you feel good, to guarantee it. <laughs> look at all the pudding. You're going to like the way I look. It's funny because he wants the airline mileage, but he's just saying he doesn't want to go on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's an obsessive thing. Yeah. Well, he said it's like a form of currency, so I guess he's looking to it as a possible investment. I think he has, like, I don't want to diagnose him, but I think he's a little OCD. OCD. Or, I mean, people, hey, people throw this around so loosely these days, I'm fine with saying it, like, on the spectrum of some sorts. Hmm. And we're not judging. We're not no, not judging, but... All. I love the listen to the random yeah. and so he's fixing the uh what instrument is this the harmonium it's a harmonium, so it's like a piano meets like an accordion. I've been getting my instruments wrong, apparently, and I've been being corrected by people. Shout out to you, Kara. oh, what instrument did you get wrong um I posted a picture that I thought was a tuba, and it was another... Oh, it was a sousaphone? No, it wasn't a sousaphone. I'm oh, good okay. at my sousaphones. It was some, like, in-between thing. Oh. It's what he's playing in 40-Year-Old Virgin. That was, like, the gif I use, and apparently that's not technically a tuba. Oh, I thought that was a sousaphone. No, it's not a sousaphone either. It's, like, a, a in-between. Uh, I gotta have her on my podcast to correct me on my uh, low, low-sounding low Hey, you're talking to a former drum major, so... <laughs> I guess I should know that. I'll look it up, even though you guys don't care. <laughs> I just want to say, even though we're, I mean we're we're not talking about it a lot, like I love his performance in this movie, just because. Well, I'm. It comes down to just the great filmmaker that P.T. Anderson is, capturing these like, subtle gestures that Adam Sandler is really good at. Like, he is very, just, like, his eye movements. And he's he's someone that, like, you can really tell his, like, emotion just from his gestures and his facial, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that, a, I think that's a thing that makes certain comedy actors good at just general acting, you yeah. know? Because it's, it's, comedy's very physical. Definitely. And what region? Hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> we asked the same question. I mean, I know why it's a cool suit, but. So we get Lena and uh, what did I say? Her character's name is Elizabeth. Hmm. 
Oh, it's uh. just it just this this music also makes it. I feel like I'm on like the Seren the Serengeti. Yeah, it's very like you know, like on a hunt, and it, but yeah. that's not what's happening. And she's so calm. By the way, the instrument is a euphonium. Oh, euphonium. So you were phony in your posting of the euphonium. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. Like, ugh, right? It's like gets under your skin, like the pressure. Oh, it just makes me so, uh, so uncomfortable. Curdling, yeah. And he says it's making me very uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 So they they look for people who have girlfriends and wives and look to extort them. Yeah, exactly, extort them, but... Oh, she's just so... Oh, stop it! Oh, sister, for as much as her his sister is like trying to help him out right now, she's also. But don't you hate that when people are doing a favor for you, but they're also like, yeah, jerks about it, you know? Why don't they just hang up? You have no idea what can happen, motherfucker. That's. So where's that? It's broken up to four regions, I guess. Four, yes. Looks like, you know, like a western, or whatever. No one cares. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I forgot he disclosed it. So then he... He said he wouldn't tell. To his wife, yeah. and then obviously talked to all the sisters. Sweetie. Ugh, I hate close sibling like <laughs> talk like that. How? But like, you say close sibling talk, but also the camera is so close to them. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I'm suffocating. Yes. I like Luis Guzman more with facial hair. I'm going to put that up. <laughs> I like a good stash on him. Good New Yorker. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. It's very political. Hmm. She's just so calm and like. <laughs> Pardon? This is like when Adam Sandler starts sounding like Don Knotts or someone from that time. Like, par- <laughs> pardon? Oh. How far are we into the movie? Actually, this is... I'm just curious because, you know, we still haven't seen Hoffman yet. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been alluded to. Oh, he's... He's... He's late in the movie. Yeah, we're... We're 48 minutes in. Well... Oh, no, we're less because it's 48 minutes of the podcast, yeah. Yeah. We had that cold open. I forgot about that. This is the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this music is still like yeah <laughs> oh 
<laughs> Never been to Hawaii. Have you been to Hawaii? No. And you're a, a Hawaiian shirt guy. I am a Hawaiian Fraud. shirt guy. That would be like a... Phony. I am. I'm nothing but a Cultural phony. appropriation of Hawaiian culture. Ooh, the... Was it the snare drum? She was marching into the snare drum. So perfect. And what's going on in the background? <laughs> yeah. It's just utter chaos. But ironically, like, but Barry is just like holding it all in. So everything <laughs> which, is, which is a lot for him, which is an accomplishment, yeah. I think. Why are Why? you saying oh. that in front of the... Why is she mentioning it in front mm. of... And he just needs to <laughs> touch the harmonium. I don't know if he's ever had a girlfriend. Why do you say that to her? What a weird little car. What is that? A Geo. A Geo Metro, I believe. <laughs> the original smart car. <laughs> uh, there was a kid who went to our school. His parents had one. Ooh, taking initiative. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's what, and then that's what he needs. And don't you like how the camera like followed her, but from the outside of the building? Yes, and so we just yeah. <laughs> Look at all these Because <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, with all the other Latino workers. <laughs> yeah, at the point that I <laughs> Look at the loofahs. <laughs> so he just sells general like bathroom products. I guess it's yeah. like an, like I don't I don't think it's an Amazon store yet, but like look today the, it would be an Amazon. Look store. at the women pinned up on the wall. Uh, classic warehouse stuff. And they're not. It's weird. It's like magazines. It's like lingerie, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's that's hot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a little Valentine's Day magic, a little spice yeah. in your life. I'm trying to look at all the different stuff on the shelves, but I guess so far we've gotten plungers and we have loofahs and. I'm not sure what those things are. Yeah, I don't know what those things are. Ah! Uh, uh, it's haunting, right? Uh, it's haunting. I like the bubble wrap up there. Different different styles. Jeez. Whoa. What would you do in that situation? What have you done in that situation? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do in that situation? I like this, the color transitions. Um. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here's our man. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was in Utah. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. So blonde here. <laughs> Look at the beautiful hair. Philip Simmerhoffen, ladies and gentlemen. This is like, like one of the looks I like to remember him by. Oh, yeah. Like the quaff. Yeah, the quaff. Just I love like the tummy. <laughs> so he's getting his uh his fruit crew together. Lackeys. Gonna take it all in right now. Okay. Is the camera ever still in a PT Anderson movie? <laughs> Rarely. Maybe just on like a tight shot, because then that would be annoying. But if it's wide, it's most likely going to be moving. 
<laughs> like even here. Yeah. The ring I like, you know, like the five o'clock shadow. It's so weird, like Utah to. Like, I know it's not like that far. Like I've driven it, but like that, like what? How much money do they really think they're gonna get from this guy that it's worth? Like possibly this like illegal act. <laughs> yeah, like what if they call someone from? Maybe they don't advertise like on the East Coast. Maybe yeah. <laughs> but how did she know him? Because the sister, they work together. And like she saw a picture or something? I guess. Mm. Or just, I don't know. I feel like women aren't as shallow as men, so. <laughs> so maybe like she was heard of, so she went to go scoop him out, so that's why she dropped the car off there. Oh, maybe. DJ Justice. Do you listen to morning DJs? Like not anymore. Jock? I used to, we're podcast. I mean, guys. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I never listened to like shock jock guys, but I used to listen. You were to, like Opie and Anthony guy at one point. Yeah, well, a little bit. Not a lot though. I never like had like the stickers. And... Well, what were they on originally? Like what? I think they put them. They were on like the regular. I don't remember what frequency in New York, but they were on the regular radio before. Oh really? See, I never listened to them on that, and then I never had like serious radio or anything. Yeah, she's wearing the red. She's she's the warmth in his light, the sun, the fire. (laughs) It's just weird. to me, that she's so determined and into him, you know? Yeah. But I don't think this film is, like, that grounded in reality. It feels sometimes like a dream. Well, yes and no. Like, it's just, it's almost like a movie. I mean, you just always think movies are going to have about, like, like a ver- like an interesting story and interesting people. And while it's still really good and, like interesting in that sense it's not like an interesting story or interesting people no it's very it's almost, human story yeah it's a very human story and uh ooh he's letting her in on the secret yeah. it feels like he was dying to tell someone though that he that yeah. he liked and trusted well, i guess he technically told louise guzman yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so the pudding makes the most sense yeah. to buy. So I guess he could also then, like, keep the barcodes and then resell the pudding if he wanted to. Yeah. Or just yeah, eat, eat the delicious pudding. <laughs> just enjoy the pudding. Yeah. I feel like pudding has a pretty good shelf life. You pudding guy? Uh, I mean, I can't say I've really, I've ever, like, purchased it on my, like, growing up. <laughs> like, that was That was a school snack. I I, you know. I never got pudding in my school lunches. No, I like my chocolate pudding. Not a big chocolate guy, especially growing up. Love chocolate. Love me some chocolate. Dark chocolate now. Milk chocolate as a kid, dark chocolate now. I eat chocolate more now than I ever did in my life. Wow. You know, but Valentine's Day. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate season. I'm definitely more about what's inside the chocolate. So I do like those like candy, Ooh. like boxes of I'm chocolate. I'm not a big. I'm not a. I'm not a. Um, a uh, coconut guy though. Oh, I love coconut. And so I. You don't like a almond joy or a mound? No. No. It's funny because the one with the nut is not the chocolate I like. Yeah. I wish the one. I no. forgot which is which. But, but I know I, I want the nut, but it has the wrong chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mounds. Yeah, Mounds has the nut. Yeah. But I, that's like dark chocolate, I think. Well, I mean, Almond Joy has... Oh, no, no, no. Mounds doesn't have the yeah. nut. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So why does he get so mad? I kind of missed that. Sorry, people. What did he get mad about? Eh, dates are hard. let's pay more attention sorry guys yes we were talking about chocolate (laughs) candies look at that face yeah (laughs) It's always tough because the customer's always right. Yeah. You know he it's did like, it, but you can't make yeah, a scene. Yeah, the guy just like wants to be like, you just destroyed the bathroom. Get the yeah. fuck out. He, Adam Sandler, so I think one of, he really, maybe that's why we liked him so much in our youth. He's very child-esque. Oh, yeah. It's very much like right there was like that kid, like, please don't. Like that, like very the, I felt the same kind of fear I felt towards like authority when I was little. Absolutely. And so it's kind of weird. It's almost like, it's like a child he's on a date. <laughs> Again, I love this, tracking or whatever mm-hmm. out of the restaurant. We're just well, we're, they're like coming towards us, you know. Yeah. The red, the blue, ugh. So even the background, the blue, look at the and truck. We keep seeing that truck company specifically. Yeah. And the red neon light in the background. The stop sign. And just the way they're filming it, the the lights are more bluish. You know? And now we get this really romantic music. Yeah, the same music that plays in, the, in that very rainbow color. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they just got kicked out of a restaurant because of its temper. It shouldn't be a romantic scene. No. Is the date over? Oh, what a gentleman. That is a mark of a true gentleman. Chivalry is dead. I don't believe, you know, not everyone likes that. Opening door, yeah. Yeah. And and that's yeah. fine. I can do it on my own. I don't know why I said that like... <laughs> you said it in a very uh, sassy way. Sassy uh, Brian Fellows. <laughs> that bird's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a bat, I'd be bumping all over the walls. I'm Brian Fellows. Look how blue it is now. Ooh. Again, I. it's funny because I could see a lot of people being disappointed in this film on the first watch. Well, yeah, like in this, from what we've talked about the Adam Sandler 
spectrum. Yeah, but it's also slow and weird. It's you know? slow and weird. It's very unlike the even just lengthwise of Boogie Nights and Magnolia. Yeah, it doesn't feel like um, a it's PTA not an ensemble movie. Of yeah, his. that's a big one. That's a big one. It's a big. Now big later one. he'll do like there will be blood's not really an ensemble. No, but then he goes back to it with the master, and then um, inherent vice is. It's mostly Joaquin Phoenix, but we have so many characters. There's that. a lot of ancillary characters. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't see uh, the latest one, but you did, right? Oh yeah, uh, Phantom Thread. Yeah, that's not. That's so weird if you come... We've been on one date, but like... Yeah, that's a little bit of a red flag. No. You should come to... No, I don't know if it's a pun, because you married uh-huh. me, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just kind of want to know why she likes him so much. Yeah, that yeah makes me, like, skeptical of her. You know, I'm, like, a first viewing. Like, I know, like, yeah. it's all good. But... <laughs> well, as far as we know, she could scam him in the, after the film ends. True. <laughs> That's the funny you thing stupid, about film. He just called himself you stupid motherfucker. We've been there, though. We, we've we all been there. Hey, uh, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot covered in our last it, film. N- not dissimilar. See, this is where a little it's a little bit fantasy, you know? He's getting a phone call in the lobby of her building. Well, it's her, right? Oh, okay. I thought... Oh, that's why. I thought it was uh, the sex line. No. This isn't like... Uh, he stopped and he was nervous about it, though. That's Yes, because it's... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was fooled along with him. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman calling, uh, you know, Freddie Quell in the theater while he's watching Casper <laughs> and the Master. This is... This is real and... Oh, he goes back up. <laughs> what a great... <laughs> uh, but I've done that so many times. Yeah. Oh, I love... All the exit signs and the lights. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Days before floor. texting and the internet, you know. Like you'd be like, hey, what's your apartment number again? <laughs> P.T. Anderson just captures these... I love his wide shots and just... I mean, it's just the cinematography of every P.T. Anderson film is outstanding. She's just so... Into him that it might not be that healthy, you know? Like, she doesn't know enough about him. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm happy it's, for him. She don't, like, uh, like, is she looking at him as, like, a, a project or Maybe. something? But again, there's just, I don't know, to me, this is very awkward right now. Like, like since he's very child-esque, I can't have, like, I, I can't help but think about, like, she's playing, like, this maternal role to it's him. It's certainly like a mother-child shot right here. Yeah, right? Certainly. Like, he's not just, like, he's more, you know, the leaning, the head in, and... 
Like, we don't know if they're going to have the healthiest sort of relationship once they end up together. I can't imagine so. <laughs> I just can't imagine you so. You never know. It's Valentine's month. Ooh, being hopeful. does he have an indoor parking spot? I think that's more common in the Los Angeles yeah. region. Because no one has basements. Because of the earthquakes. Uh, <laughs> these are from the Utah jazz shop, yeah. The Utah gang. Yeah. Mormons for hire. <laughs> Ooh, Ford. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at this guy. This makes me think of, like, another gang in another, uh, Phil Hoffman movie of Big Lebowski. Give us the money, Lebowski. Oh, yeah. They're Broder really, wow. ATM. Like, what kind of, so wait, where are they? They brought they, them to the ATM and they're like, give me all your money. Yeah, but I'm just, like, looking, like, they're holding baseball bats, like... It's a nine-hour drive from Provo, Utah, to Los Angeles. How? <laughs> oh. Those guys are actually brothers in real life. I oh, really? really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty I cool. Love, oh, that's so good. I love. This is very Superman like. Like yeah, I don't know dive, if it's a real theory. The dive right here, or no, it's coming up. Like the red tie in the back, mm -hmm. like that. Have you ever literally run for your life? No. I don't think I have either. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this that much. This is where he takes flight. Oh, that's what you're talking about, yeah. Very Superman. Yeah. Well, Superman would do better at it, but you know. Yeah, I mean. Superman wouldn't be running away. <laughs> oh, I love this. He does a very similar shot in The Master. That's a good point. Ah. <laughs> uh. Does he ever get his money back? I don't remember. I love how the overexposed it is outside and he just walks in from that brightness. That's really cool. No suit for Luis Guzman. Back to just the casual wear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I want a shirt with his face on it that says I better get more pudding. <laughs> you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman's not in this one that much. But he certainly plays a very impactful character. Yeah. 
Guys could have had a lot of him and along came Polly. <laughs> your say. choice, guys. Your choice. Yeah. <laughs> Good foodie scene in that movie. Well, this is foodie. This is, yeah. Are there any supermarket movies? I'm sure there are, but there are, are there any one that comes to mind? Like, takes place in a supermarket. Isn't, like, Jennifer Aniston, like, a supermarket cashier in a movie? Not to the best of my recollection. I know that there's a supermarket, like, set in Hot Fuzz. Um, hmm. Not too sure. <laughs> His little, I remember this shot specifically being in like the trailer and being like, oh, look at Adam Sandler being silly, <laughs> doing a dance. He's funny. He's funny. I'm coming. I'm coming. He's excited for Hawaii. Making loose. <laughs> <laughs> This is Sandler being Sandler, or it was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I hate in arguments with like people I don't know on the phone. Oh my god. I don't handle <laughs> But to be completely honest with you, it's harder on the customer service side than the client side. Yeah. You ever notice that the, the cuts on his hands spell out love? No, wow. See that's where we're getting like a little bit of fantasy stuff. Yes. Unless he, he didn't do that on purpose, no. No. He didn't, like, extend his cuts to make it... Ugh. <laughs> like, everyone cares there. <laughs> you should have prepared a pudding for us today, Kyle. I should have. <laughs> Screwed up, guys. You can't be hearing us uh, pudding. eating no, that's some not, pudding right now. I can't say that anymore. Well, the Jello pudding pops. <laughs> Is that who you're talking yeah, about? But, uh, okay. Yeah, but okay. That's I was, yeah. nothing we're going to joke about anymore. Look at this red and blue again. Yeah. He packs nothing. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone on a trip and packed nothing? No, but we have had a friend. That yeah, well... <laughs> Yes, a mutual friend of ours lost his passport, got his passport in one day, and had to go to the airport with nothing, and bought all his clothes at the airport. So we were in Europe. And, and he, he was wearing, wearing, like, a New York Yeah, I love New York and, like, New York clothes. Could've bought, he could have bought stuff there, too. We He did buy some stuff in Europe, but it was just, like, there was, like, a clearance rack at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, walking off and the light like that. Yeah, like, he, it's so mystical, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you ever have a passenger next to you start talking to you? Like, making small talk? Um, not just that randomly, but, like, 
you know, a bit more of a reason gotcha. to start a When I was a kid, I would, you know, but I think, like, an old lady talking to a kid is, like, just gonna happen. Yeah, you know? it's like, lady, <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> How long's that flight? California, Hawaii. I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. I imagine it's gotta be at least, like... Certainly better than for us. <laughs> Probably five hours? That's not bad, if that's the case. Probably more. I don't know. No idea. Six hours, so you, you weren't too far off. Okay. So a nine-hour flight. Is there really... A, there's um, Is there direct from, like, here? I believe there might be, like, one or two. But you, most likely you transfer yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Or, like, Phoenix or San Francisco yeah. or... Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> Fresno. Yeah. What Fresno. Airline, what airline's that? Dump city that I oh love. Oh my god, Kyle, you get on this podcast and you just shit on cities. I just said that I love. Oh, oh that dump you love. Okay. That I, love. I heard dump and then I was just Yeah. Like, okay, no, so you great. love Fresno. It's a great weird city. Much love for Fresno. Though. Yeah, it's a dump city, but I love it. I like the Central Valley of California. I've never been. But... By the way, not dumb. Dump. Dump. <laughs> You might have thought he said dumb, but he was yeah. complimenting you, Fresno, by saying dump. Yeah, I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's, a, bit tra- it's a bit of a trash heap outside of wine country. You know how to alienate. No, I, said, I love it, though. It's great. It's weird. I felt like... It's like, I love your ugly wife. Yeah. <laughs> ugly wife, happy life. I don't know, right? Uh, no comment. A phone oh, booth. They, we were talking about a phone yeah, booth. Yeah, we were earlier. talking about the kids. This is a phone booth. I love that they they couldn't pay for Verizon, so they totally put stickers. In <laughs> yeah, and you got the old Bell logo. Yeah, on the, the side. Bell. Yeah. Oh, we're fun. We're a fun bunch. <laughs> yeah. No, I was for, I, Fresno. I was there on work one time, and I it was in this weird casino where there was just a bunch of. There's a large. Ooh, a light came on. <laughs> I wonder what uh, parade this is. I don't know. It's like some community. To celebrate some kind of, uh, you know, heritage of yeah. Polynesian sorts, possibly. Or... What? <laughs> what a weird thing to ask now, Barry. Oh my god. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He's got something. That's not just nervousness, you know? I mean, we're not criticizing it, that. No, but that's just not usual behavior. That's. He's an interesting fella. Yeah. Hawaii is weird, and I'm not saying it in an alienation way like you do with Fresno, <laughs> but Hawaii is weird to me because it's like a tropical paradise, but it's America, but a dumb you know? City. Oh, okay. no. no. <laughs> yeah, but it's Amer- Yeah, well, it shouldn't be America. <laughs> Whoa! No, I just, like, I'm not, no, that's not, welcome, Hawaii. You make our country that much cooler by being part of our country, but I feel classic like... Classic shot, classic yes, shot. They use this for very, a lot of posters yeah. at the movies. Uh, I think maybe DVD covers have used yeah. this. Am Sandler loves Hawaii. 
I wonder if, like, for, possibly, like, I'm, clearly he's a, a man with money at this point, but I wonder if this is maybe the first time he went to Hawaii, and then after this, he's like, I'm going to make a movie in Hawaii. <laughs> that's my Adam Sandler. How many? <laughs> How many Adams? That's like the, that's like the oh, vampire Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> but what, um, how many movies does, has he done in Hawaii? Or assuming this is shot in Hawaii, do you know? Yeah, this is okay. this is shot. This part shot in Hawaii. Um, so he's done this. Yeah, he did that one. He did the Fifty one, First Dates, and then the one with uh, Rachel from Friends. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely. Just go with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was what we were trying to think of the other day, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you like pineapple? I love pineapple. That's so weird that you haven't been to Hawaii, you know? <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's just it's pretty expensive to get to. Yeah, for us. Yeah, and, and I hear it's very expensive once you're there. I'm a man with limited means. I don't know if it's expensive. I think it is, not, but not compared to New York. I just think it's not That's cheap. true. We, that is a good point. Like, whenever I travel internationally, someone's like, oh, you go to, like, London. I'm like, London? London's like, you're just in London. Yeah, it's like New York it's prices. It's New York prices, yeah. I think the do-over, that's a recent movie, a Netflix movie. And that was in Hawaii? I think so, yeah. Is that Waikiki Beach? Do you know? Oh, you've never been. (laughs) Diamond Head, I believe, up there. She's not in red here. No. She's in white. She's in white. Good point. Good. Hope they paid the bill. You see that a lot in movies, right? Like, people walk away from a table and, and, like, they... There's no bail on it. Yeah. Let's assume they got drinks at the bar and walked to, you know. Well, also, you could, like, just, like, they know to put it to your room. Fair, but you still have to sign. That's a good point. (laughs) Oh, the semantics. Maybe we have something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) These hallway shots. Yeah. He loves his hallways. Do you get a sense that they might make love? Yeah. I like the way that she's, she's walking with her hands behind her back. It's mysterious. It is. She is, I don't want to objectify her, but she has very nice eyes, you know. Oh, yeah, they're like magical. Yeah. They're very blue, very piercing blue. And uh, I think her eyes are one of her most distinguished features. I'd like to dive into them and just drown. I'd like to drown in your eyes. (laughs) A little hand holding on. Again, it's so childlike, and then we get our classic. Yeah. What is that called? Like the, the and then it follows. Yeah, it's not a vignette. That's called something. You have to be at P.T. Anderson's level to pull that off in a film. You know. Yeah, people at, that do that are like Tarantino, Scorsese, and then obviously like old-time directors. Yeah, like if, if me and you shot a movie and did that, someone would be like, "Fuck you guys," yeah. you know. So did they make love? You think? No, they're still fully clothed. No, but that was night, and now it's day, no? Uh, I think they've just been cuddling. She'd be comfortable in the sheets, and he'd be like in his maybe back in his suit, ready to leave or something. <laughs> That's who they are getting very violent right now. Eh, it doesn't feel that healthy. You know? No, it doesn't exactly. <laughs> Chew them and suck on them. And and he has sledgehammer history of violence. So. Yeah. And he said he wanted to. But, Oh, he said this is funny. Okay. Yeah, maybe they have a problem. 
Maybe they're just, they're both dysfunctional people. Like, we don't know much about her. No. That's, like, the one thing about this film that I wish maybe they... No, she's certainly not, like, developed too like, much. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, exactly. We are following Adam Sandler, and that's it. Jeez, these lens flares. Or is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay, I keep forgetting. I want to get back to our main man. This is our long fade to black. Nice. Ooh, pink and white. <laughs> Technically, well, he did call her. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I think they slept together. Yeah. You wouldn't want him to go out with you. Oh, I hate her. He did seem a little strange. This is the whole family is <laughs> off and dysfunctional and ugh. Pull that. I can say that because he's my brother. Yeah. You're trying to introduce him as like a love interest in my life. Don't you hate when people do that? Yeah. Like they they take a shot at somebody and then you agree with them yeah. and they're like, "What are well, you saying?" Yeah. <laughs> this is a very loud ice cube if you heard that he's <laughs> wearing the the hotel robe yeah shouldn't wear a t-shirt underneath that though he should be more comfortable uh, I want him to be comfortable Jim Gaffigan has a famous sketch about like wearing a hotel robe he's like do you know how many people have worn that robe yeah <laughs> oh that's a good point yeah <laughs> Like, how many people have been naked in that robe? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to steal his material, but it's a really no, good sketch yeah. of that. He's also like, why don't we behave like animals at a hotel? Like, you would never throw your towel just on the ground <laughs> at home. But once you're in a That's hotel, good. it's just like, Pfft. yeah, they haven't picked it up. Like, <laughs> This is an interesting payphone. Yeah, what they, is They this? included the AT&T, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe they had like the company in affiliation with AT and T. Really interesting tidbits we're giving you today, guys. <laughs> uh, I want to look up what that 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 specifically. Um. He's still so nice. Yeah, he's this lingering specter of these extortion artists. And if I was in Hawaii, I wouldn't call them from there. No. Northwest Airlines doesn't exist anymore. That's such a kid question to ask. How many airplanes have you been on? <laughs> He's very childlike in this film. I mean, in most of his films, but this, in general, I Click. guess. Yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> so I guess maybe there's not maybe there's not a technical name for that, but um. For what? Closes with the, that shot, like the circling. Oh. And it's just closing in with your iris out, which your iris controls the amount of light. So when you're closing that, it becomes smaller. Oh, your iris controls the amount of light in your actual eye. Yeah. Interesting. 
another another black. We're always moving in this film, like as a camera. Hmm. I like it. Whoa! Oh, every time. I forgot about me this. too. Oh. Have you ever been in a serious car accident? No. Luckily enough. Oh, on the way driving home, I know I'm going to get in one now. Oh, because I said I jinxed oh, the, it. Yeah. And this is where he fucks them up. Because now they've hurt the one yeah. thing that, that was he feels is worth living. Crowbar, flipping it like that. Adam Sandler doesn't get into too many movie like brawls. No, not too many. Has this is a weird question, but has he ever been in an action film? Isn't there's that one? Yeah, uh, Bulletproof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I guess Zohan's technically partially an action film, <laughs> action comedy. Yeah. Oh no. And then he was in um, that one that I just said, like, oh, maybe that was in Hawaii. That's like one with the oh, yeah, yeah. Spade that like, he plays. And there's that cowboy one that Chris likes that he was in. Is that an action film? It's a cowboy film. Yeah. So it's not action. So I guess the mo- the biggest one is Bulletproof. Unless I'm really forgetting something. Every comedian or comedy actor will try like that kind of style. Like Bulletproof. Like the buddy cop. Yeah. Like... The way he's wearing his pants is so not in style now for suits, but it used to be. Like yeah. the baggy suit pant. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put on some suits now, like from, that, that from before, and I'm like, what the hell are these pants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but now she's Janice. I like her too. Like I think she does a good job in this film. Yeah. Ooh, this is this is like Adam Sandler we know, the yeah. angry. Yes, here we go. Oh yeah. Here oh, we yeah. go. Oh, the yeah. marching furniture mattress and mattress. Man. And at some point you gotta talk about the mattress man yes. extras, so don't forget that. Oh our guy. Ask any question ask Dean. questions, please ask. Yeah. Dean Trumbull. Two shut-ups. Let, let's count them. Silently. Or not. Take a shot for every shut-up. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted. Yes. Shut the fuck up. That counts. Shut the fuck up. That's my fault super often. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What turd? I'm Barry Egan. Yes. <laughs> One of the great Philip Seymour yes. freakouts. 
I lost count. <laughs> Do you know if they're actually talking to each other or? No, I don't know. I, I, I definitely not. I just really don't. Yeah. Then you know, even more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the eyes right there. That's so good of Adam Sandler. That was. <laughs> oh, I love the Jack the sport coat that he's wearing. Yeah, it's so good. All right, maybe we'll take the time. I'll take the time right now to explain Mattress Man. So Mattress Man is a commercial that they made for this film that was spoofing like a real life commercial. Google it or yeah, YouTube it exactly <laughs> of another mattress guy and uh, I think Mattress Man and. It's the Philip Seymour Hoffman spoofed it, and he just ran out. The yeah, with the part. receiver. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just—I mean, just check it out. It's hilarious. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman as Dean Trumbull on top of his store, and he jumps off the top onto uh, some mattresses and bounces right off. Yeah, it's shot like a with his with his with his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's shot like a little... You definitely yeah. want to check that out. Um, yeah. I'll post it on social media as well. Yes. Lena Leonard. <laughs> Carrying the phone still. <laughs> like, why would she still stay with him after like this whole... <laughs> I don't know. There's not enough development for that to be justified, yeah. but also, I don't think that's this kind of movie, you know. I think it. I don't know. It's funny because he had time, right? He, it's only an hour and thirty something minutes. Yeah. The music's so old fashioned. Look at that. Ooh. Get our big moments here. We were we were very patient. We were very patient today. <laughs> I forgot that it was haircutting. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and he keeps the smock on talking to him. Watch this camera move. Look at this reveal. Oh. And the sun's then behind him. And then it keeps going. And then he's in between the two of them. How great is that? Amazing. <laughs> the blood, And he's he's in the dark. And, and the he's first the thing he says to him is, fuck you. Fuck you, you're a pervert. Very uh, dismissal towards women. <laughs> he likes to say shut up to people. Yeah. Whoa. Phil Schneider Hoffman's not a small guy. They're pretty, pretty similar size. Yeah, actually. 
love this speech. Oh. I might have to print out like this frame as a picture. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. I like that he stayed in the shadows the whole time. That's my Phillips <laughs> Sorry. Do you notice the ukulele in the background? Ooh, yeah. And we know he's musical from the commercials, so. Yeah. He's a guy like Dean Trumbull's just a guy that had a band but never you know, <laughs> just ended up like buying his dad's mattress store. <laughs> Trumbles. Again, I like how he calls him a pervert, but he yeah. runs a sex <laughs> yeah. line that's also extortion. <laughs> what a great final. That's that. Tholster Hoffman. What you would have gotten in com pure comedic timing in Along Came Polly <laughs> still obviously uh, hits it out of the ballpark in this one. And that was... And that was it for our main man in in this in this movie. So. Uh, not enough of him, but very impactful when he was but on. Just delicious when it is. <laughs> Where are you going? Just take this opportunity to remind you guys to rate our podcast on iTunes again. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh helps us tremendously and helps the algorithm. Helps the algorithm, all that stuff that I don't understand at all, but supposedly it really helps. And uh, and not obviously, like I said, so even if you just do the stars, uh, you know, rating of the star system, or if you leave a comment, we obviously love any uh, to read any comments you guys have. Oh, absolutely. But. Oh. Uh. Oh yeah, he yeah he left her at the hospital. That was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why would she? <laughs> He's very honest. I guess. That's yeah. Why. He is very honest. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I'd like to say that um, Sean Penn was actually at first supposed to play Dean Trumbull. Really? Yeah, but then he couldn't. He couldn't do it. I don't know. It's so different. It's different, but like, it, I could, I could see him in that role. But I'm by all means incredibly happy. Of course, that, we wouldn't be talking about this, yeah. but we might be talking to Long Game Polly. So yeah. <laughs> and um, the, this film also had three working titles. The it was Punch Drunk. Knuckle Love. What? That sounds very sexual. Uh, Just Desserts. <laughs> and Pudding. the X4 Project. What was... X4 Project? Yeah, X-4 Project. That's an interesting... Yeah. He spilled his guts. He got everything off his back. She still loves him. Mm-hmm. Or has po quite possibly not fallen in love with him. Yes. She definitely, yeah. She definitely yeah, likes he, his vulnerabilities. Wow, he goes, he goes very much in. That's the like, that's a very maternal thing to do. Yeah. The way she's, I guess she likes cradling that. him. Yeah. Just, maybe got there, some, there. Some baby fetish or something. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. I'm into it. 
You're into a baby fetish? I'm into whatever floats people's boats if it doesn't hurt other people. I agree, I agree. And here we are, Superman. With his red cape. Look at him go. So here we go. Oh, I could see that boom. And that's how it ends. Yeah. And Punk that, Drunk that, Love. Isn't there something interesting about this? You tell us. The, no, I was just trying to... I like this. I like the colors again. I couldn't remember if this Absolutely. was... Absolutely. Like Remind me of, like, Mark Rothko paintings. So, Kyle, we have to announce which films we'll be uh, chatting about next month, right? Mm-hmm. Now, next month is March... And we were like, what movies should we do for March? Yeah, and, uh, well, March is uh, a month of a, a few things, but I guess since we were going, we went with the Valentine's Day theme for February, we uh, we decided to... <laughs> we, I felt stupid, because I'm like, for... oh, is there like a March movie? And it was really obvious. Oh, Ides of March. Yeah, we're like, duh, Ides of March. Yeah. So, Eyes of March, a movie I really enjoyed. I like political thrillers. Yeah. It's the same creator of House of Cards, and I know that's kind of a taboo show now. It's got Daddy Goss in it. Yeah, Daddy Goss. Uh, who else is in it? Clo- oh, Clooney. Clo- Cloonster. And, yeah, uh, love that cast. Paul, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. And um, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Great cast, great cast. Fantastic cast. Uh, right and here. obviously our main man, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Hoffman, yes. <laughs> Rachel, what's Rachel? Oh, Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. That's yeah, what I was, I was like, Rachel Wood? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Evan Rachel Wood. Great cast. Yeah. A movie I really enjoy. Political thriller. You know, Ides but of March. you have to vote. Yes. And so the other movie. The other choice. Is God's Pocket. Since, you know, Lent and all. No, I'm Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we thought of doing a nice Lent yeah, film. There's no Not Saint, doubt. There's no uh, real good uh, St. Patrick's Day one. So <laughs> We you know, think he might be Irish in that film? Maybe in God's Pocket. No, <laughs> no he's not like Irish-Irish, right? No. He's not like from... Irish-American. Yeah. Yeah, Irish-American, perhaps. <laughs> Either way, God's Pocket. And why don't you give a little summary of what God's Pocket's about? Or not a summary, but just... Well, so God's Pocket, it takes place... What did we determine? It's in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Be, yeah, it's supposed to be... Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, in a fake neighborhood that's, like, modeled after a real one. Yes. Another city you love, Philadelphia. And, yeah. <laughs> it's always sunny there. And uh, our main man is in, like, kind of like a dysfunctional... Is it... Yeah, he's married, and it, uh, to what's her name from uh, uh, Mad Men. Mad Men, yeah. Oof, we're bad on actors today. <laughs> but, but the one that's very—I think she's a very beautiful lady. But. Very beautiful. She's a nice lady, <laughs> uh, and a uh, lot of personality. And she's got a son, and he's kind of a screw up, and the son gets killed on a construction job. And from there, it's just pretty much about like him trying to do right and plan this. Funeral. Christina Hendricks. Take care of, yeah, Christina Richard Hendricks. Jenkins, yeah. John Turturro. And it's directed great, great cast by... Great well, but... Uh, yeah, good cast. Both a, a John Slarity from Mad Men directed it, yeah. that's why. So, I mean, those are your two choices. So we'll either do Ides of March or... God's Pocket. And you can vote on 
Twitter, Facebook. Instagram is tough to vote on, but I decided that, and no one did it last month, guys, because I don't think I was too clear, but I decided that when I post the image that says, like, Versus, you'll see, like, the movie poster for Ides of March, you'll see the movie poster for God's Pocket, and it'll say Versus, and I'll say it in the description. If you comment on which film you want to vote for, I'll count that as well. Oh, yeah. Plenty a, of ways to a vote. write-in. Yeah, a write-in thing. Well, you can't write in a different film. No, though. but like... <laughs> but vote for one of those two films. We're getting very political, so maybe Eyes of March is, you know, the most appropriate. But that's for you to decide. Uh, what I, You know, I was very happy to cover this film, but you know, but at the same time, along came Polly. Maybe, some, <laughs> maybe, someday, maybe someday. Someday we'll get it. We don't uh, vote for things two months yeah. in a row. Unless we do. We make the rules. Who cares? So you want to, again, vote on social media... And you have until, you know, mid-month to do that. You'll get our episode. Yeah, well, pretty much you'll have until... Depends on when we record that episode, really. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> we are kind of, yeah. I'll let you know how long you have until uh, to vote. Just do it the, at least the, within the first week and you'll be solid. Yeah, you know? but on the 15th, we'll announce the winner. Yes. That's the point. Yeah. We're not a real democracy. We just... It is. We listen to your votes, trust me. But when we decide to close the polls. Yeah. We'll give like a 24 hour, like a 48 hour warning. Anything else you want to say about Punch Drunk Love or Philip Summer Hoffman or no, Valentine's just, Day? Or... Thank you for, uh, I will forever think of you on Valentine's Day, Brian, now from this, this treat. And... Well, I hope our Hoff fans out there enjoyed celebrating at least a February day, but hopefully Valentine's Day with us today. Yeah. Again, like I said, Give us a review, rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, you know. We're just trying to still em- embrace and preach the good word of the big guy and how much we miss him, and uh, and thank you guys for being a, p- a p- being a part of this. Absolutely. Any So nothing else you want to say, or you, you're, or you just want to punch it home? We're still on credits, so I still guess we have some time. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, as the credits go... Oh, in order of appearance. Look at all Ooh, this. The... Do you like when they do that? What the, like... In the... order of appearance? I, yeah, I like it, yeah. Uh, but it's just interesting that there was a lot of credits before that. They went, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. First thing there he is, Philip Seymour Hoffman. We should not close a show unless we see his name in the credits. It's a good call. I don't know if we did that last week, but we certainly are doing it today. Yeah. Lady oh. K, Ladies K Band, Hula Dancers, Sissy Lake, really good Hula Dancer. D&D matches, guys. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to roll through the entire credits. No, so, well, without further ado, I, I would just um, like to remind people to stay on cool. Thanks, guys, stay on cool. Happy Valentine's Day. Cageclub.me That's dot M-E. Sex a thing, sex a thing, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you sex a thing.